Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess Podcast. I'm your host, Kyra Howarth, and we'll be chatting about all things astrology, tarot, spirituality, and manifesting. Today, I'm talking to Stacey Scott from Sanctuary Feng Shui about decluttering and aligning the energy of your home so that you can unlock your manifesting potential. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to the Herbal Moon Goddess Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Me too. So today we're going to be talking all about Feng Shui. So Stacey, could you start off by telling us a bit about Feng Shui? What is it? How does it work? What does it do? Give us a bit of an intro to Feng Shui. Yeah, so Feng Shui is a 5,000-year-old ancient practice. And really what it boils down to is it is energy meets real-life needs and design. So I always like to think of it as designing a life that you love using the energy of your home. Your home is a transformational tool that is just overflowing with energy that's at your fingertips for you to use to really design the life that you dream of. That sounds amazing. Um, And I know on your website that you have a really cool Uh, freebie that you give away to people when they sign up for your list. Do you want to tell us a bit about that? Because I really enjoyed it when I received it. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. So because feng shui is such a huge spiritual practice and there's so many little um, facets that you can dive into. So I put my I kind of put myself in the shoes of a beginner and I wanted to think about what what would be some information that I would want starting off. So the freebie is, you know, all about energy mapping and energy mapping is how you really can determine where pockets of energy live in your home. Now, these pockets of energy are connected to your spirituality and they're connected to your life. So one of the best ways to kind of really start playing around with the energy that surrounds you is to understand where that energy lives and how that energy impacts you. We each have nine different areas in our homes that impacts everything from overall wellness to career, intuition, wealth and abundance. So it's, it's a really great place to start. That's so exciting. Um, I know a little bit of feng shui from like working with crystals and especially like citrine, like one thing that I learned about um, like working with citrine is to put that in the wealth corner of your home. So I think standing from the front door, it's like the far left corner in your house. Is that right? Yeah, no, you're right on the money there. Literally your wealth and abundance corner is in the far left hand Um, corner space or area of your home. Um, And one of the, this is probably everybody's favorite area as well, because it's all about connecting you to your highest wisdom, to your abundance. This is where you're going. This is the area where you're going to do the work in terms of releasing money blocks that you might have. Um, And it's an area that's all about manifesting. Yeah. Awesome. That's so good to know. So, Stacey, you've got a decluttering challenge coming up soon, um, and I'd love to talk about that. Um, But first, could you maybe tell us a bit like about uh, how decluttering can help us manifest? Because this is something I talk about a lot, like on Instagram, like as soon as it's like after the full moon and it's that waning moon phase, 
I'm like always posting like declutter. <laughs> um, but do you want to guide us a bit more into that kind of energy of decluttering? Yeah. And so really my approach to decluttering is very soulful. I really want to flip the script from decluttering being like, oh, it's this thing I have to do because everybody says I'm supposed to do it to, oh my gosh, I want to do this because I am calling in my next version. So the things that surround us can take on the energy of our fears, worries, and limiting beliefs but it can also take on the energy of our joys. Um, so that process of decluttering really helps you hone in on who you wish to become. So the energy that you're constantly evolving towards by getting really clear on the things that surround you and whether or not they bring you joy. Is this something that really aligns with who you envision yourself to be? Or is this something that you feel is holding you back? This aligns with who you used to be. Maybe it was a time in your life that you really, you're kind of avoiding dealing with. So that's why decluttering really can help you move closer to who you wish to become. Because by purging those things that have taken on your fears, worries, and limiting beliefs, you're making physical and energetic space to call in fresh, new, vibrant energy for so to move you closer to who you wish to become and help you achieve those goals and really move you further along your path of spirituality and awakening. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. Like, yeah, when we clear out stuff on different levels, like not just physically, but also letting go emotionally, like we clear clear out so much space and make that space for what we truly want, like stuff that's really aligned with our souls. So that's awesome. So uh, yeah, tell us a bit about your decluttering challenge that's coming up and how that can help us free up that space. Yeah. So we're doing this in alignment with the spring equinox. So as you know, the spring equinox kicks off so much stuff. In feng shui, it kicks off growth season. We know it kicks off airy season. It's this really big shifting, shifting time. And for our friends kind of in the Southern hemisphere, we know it's the fall equinox, but it's the equinoxes themselves that really shifts a lot of energy around. So we're really harnessing the power of that energy to kind of help us kind of get the oomph to really want to purge and move these energies and this physical stuff out of our house. So this is a five day challenge. And, and when I say challenge, you're only really kind of working against yourself because um, everybody's different along their paths. So we do this very soulfully by choosing the areas of our homes that kind of nudge us and rub us the wrong way. It's kind of thinking back, it's like, oh, that closet has been bothering me for months you know, that would be something you would jot down and you would declutter over the five days or, oh, that junk drawer in the kitchen is just, every time I open it, I get anxiety. So that would be something else that you jot down. So by doing this in a really soulful way, by aligning with those things that really rub up against you that are sitting on your subconscious and then taking that step to declutter them and making that physical and energetic space, you're going to see a maximum amount of results rather than me just telling you like, Hey, go declutter underneath your bed 
or, hey, go declutter your hallway closet. That might not be an area that really resonates with you. So I guide folks through how to really find those areas for themselves so that they get the biggest bang for their decluttering buck. Yeah. Wow. So that really resonates with me because as you were talking like about how, you know, things kind of rub us the wrong way, like this clutter and like, yeah, like sometimes I hear people saying like, yeah, you should go declutter, you know, your closet or whatever. And it's like, yeah, no, I don't really want to do that. But as you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, I have all these storage boxes just sitting here in my office. I look at them every day. It's like, oh my gosh, I need to get rid of this stuff. And so I think I know what I'm going to be tackling during your challenge. It's like, oh my gosh, all this stuff that I'm just holding onto, it needs to go. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And what I love about this you, is you can take this even a step deeper. So you had mentioned before about my free guide, my free energy mapping guide. Now, once you have those kind of five areas that rub you the wrong way, take that extra step and energy map your home because that will give you so much information on what that stuff in terms of fears and limiting beliefs, what that stuff was personifying. So for example, when I energy mapped my home, when I was just first starting off with feng shui, the area that rubbed me the most the wrong way ended up being in my growth area, which is linked to my family and my new beginnings. And I realized I had a lot of emotions still surrounding kind of my upbringing and some traumatic childhood experiences that I was refusing to deal with. And that would have never been brought to my conscious mind from the subconscious if it hadn't been kind of this roundabout approach using feng shui and seeing my decluttering or seeing really rather where the clutter was in my home. So once you kind of go through this five-day process, you know, snag that free um, energy mapping guide as well and see where in your life this energy was really holding you back or this clutter was holding you back. Wow, that is so insightful. Wow, I can't wait to actually dive into the energy map with that information in my mind and kind of see, yeah, like how that lines up to where this clutter is in my house and where that is actually on the energy map of my house and what that means for me. That is, yeah, so interesting to dive deep into feng shui. So Stacey, um, we were talking before we started this podcast and Stacey's actually offered to do a mini feng shui reading for me today. Yeah. So thank you first for letting me, you know, come on and do this for you. It's very exciting. So I like to think about a feng shui reading a little bit like an astrology reading. So the feng shui reading reconnects you to your elemental essences. So in feng shui, there's actually five elements. And by connecting folks to what kind of essence is within their body, it really helps them kind of design a home that they find comforting and nurturing because it'll be in alignment with the essences that are already within them. So what I'm doing today is just kind of a little taste. It's a little overview, but I really wanted to, to give you this, this information. So everybody has three elemental essences and Kira, yours are yin earth, yin metal and fire. So again, just kind of overall what that means is um, personality-wise, you're a total mama bear, and you really want to take care of everyone around you, and you put so much heart and love into the things that you do, um, that sometimes almost 
um, that can backfire a little bit because you'll start to feel like I put so much love and heart into this. Why am I maybe not seeing that reciprocated by everybody who's in my life? But that's just your how you do things. You are just full of love and you really like to create a lot of beauty in the world. So everything that you do from work, life, Instagram is everything just has this eye towards beauty. Um, now, what this means for what you need in your home in terms of physical space to make you feel nurtured, comforted, um, and just, you know, able to go about your daily day is really good boundaries between your work and your life areas. Um, often, sometimes the hardest boundaries to set are with ourselves, especially when you have such a loving, giving nature. Um, it, we, we have to start those boundaries with ourselves. So really delineating space between, okay, this is my life space and this is my workspace will be helpful there. The other thing to bring into your home is going to be a lot of plants, which I think I already know that you really like. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, perfect. So plants are the consummate life force. They're constantly growing, right? And we grow up alongside them. But plants are particularly important for yin earth folks. Because um, earth, um, in terms of the earth, having the earth element within you, we can be a little, a little slower, we can get a little stuck, a little feeling like we're in a bit of a rut. While having plants around you, especially in your work area, your work environment, is going to just remind you to kind of keep growing and thriving. And it's change doesn't have to be so scary because the plant that's sitting next to you is constantly thriving and growing and changing as well. And then finally, um, just to kind of touch on your fire element a little bit, these are folks that love to burn super bright. They get all these great, fabulous ideas and they just throw their energy into them. But the flip side of that, because everything in feng shui has to be balanced, we've got yin and yang. The flip side to that is going to be these folks can burn out a little bit. They can burn out a little too fast. So we're going to temper that fiery nature that you have in you with some more earthiness, some more stability and groundedness. And earth energy in our homes takes the shape of rugs and carpets, um, artwork of mountains and also pottery, things that really give us an earthy vibe. So that's just kind of a little taste of what a feng shui um, reading is all about. It's those um, elements that you align with and then kind of what you need in your home to keep you in alignment. Wow, that is awesome. And I really resonated with everything that you just said. Like it really matched up to like everything about me. Thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate you doing that mini reading for me today. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> so during a feng shui reading, um, so you, I'm guessing like it comes down to working out like those elements of the person you're doing the reading for and you use that information to guide them to what they should be putting into their home space to help align their energy. Is that kind of what happens? Exactly. You're yes, absolutely. And then usually when I work with folks, I take it a step deeper and then we actually look at their home and see whether or not what's already in their home is aligning with their elemental essences because so often people will come to me and be like, something just doesn't feel right. Something in my life is, I just can't seem to get it together or my home feels off. 
And that's usually because there's some sort of misalignment between what's already going on in their home in terms of color, energy, design, and architecture, and what their actual true essences are. Because how often do we stand in the store holding, you know, the green towels or the blue towels, and we kind of talk ourselves out of what we really want? Because we're like, well, the blue towels, you know, match better, but your soul is really calling out for the green towels. So that's how we kind of get out of alignment, you know, just by choosing things that doesn't really resonate with us and bringing it into our homes. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is really amazing. I'm so fascinated about feng shui, but I've never really looked into it too deeply. So this is all like so insightful for me. Thank you so much, Stacey. So would you like to share with our listeners today about how they can connect with you, where they can find you on the internet and everything? Absolutely. So they can find me on Sanctuary Feng Shui on Instagram and sanctuaryfengshui.com. Um, and I do spend quite a bit of time on Instagram. So that's a great place to connect with me. And if you are interested in that five-day decluttering kind of soulful challenge, the link is in my bio. We begin on March 22nd, which is this upcoming Monday. Um, and it's just five days. So I'm very, very excited um, just to walk folks through how to really soulfully declutter and call in their next version of themselves. That is so exciting. And I'll put a link for the decluttering challenge in the notes of the podcast as well. So if you're listening, go ahead and click through and sign up because I am personally so excited because I know that this is really going to change up the energy in my space and allow so much fresh energy to come into my life. So yay. Thank you so much, Stacey. (laughs) Oh, thank you for having me. This was so fun. It was, wasn't it? Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Herbal Moon Goddess podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and tune in for our next episode. Bye for now.